goodness gracious me, it's time for episode 24 of Near Perfect Pitch. Thank you to all of you who've took the time to download, listen to, stream uh, my programme. I'm here every week, although uh, the gap between episodes 23 and uh, this current episode 24 has been larger than uh, I would like, and that's uh, due to a combination of my ill-organisation, not being able to get studio time, and uh, last Sunday on the Sabbath, technical difficulties in the studio. So I went home with my tail between my legs last Sunday, and uh, this is the... Uh, the closest time I could get to it to record said show. So, here we are with episode 24 uh, for the best in uh, alternative indie, college, post-punk, punk, new wave, you name it. Uh, anything that's cool, you're going to be hearing it on this programme. Uh, and I'd hasten to say you're not going to be hearing it on too, too many other programmes. It, it's, a, it's a brilliant show this week and I always uh, hype up the programme, not because of anything I do in particular, just because of the content. I'm merely a disc jockey curator of tunes that's all i am uh having said that though these are all my own tunes which is the discerning difference between uh, uh, uh johnny snot bubble on uh, on abcz uh, kl rock uh, plj whatever it might be anyway uh we're going to start off this week with uh, with some sabers of paradise but before i get to uh, uh smoke belch 2 i want to tell you about some new releases that i'm really really excited about uh, and I'm not going to lie, and that's not the booze talking either. I'm really excited about this. Uh, there's a, a new single by, well, it might not be a single actually, it's a teaser track uh, for the new Blue Aeroplanes record. And uh, the track concerned that we will be hearing uh, in a little while is uh, Dead Tree. Dead Tree. That's twice over Dead Tree. Uh, we're also going to be hearing some new stuff uh, by Hightown Pirates. That's uh, Simon Mason's band, and uh, Simon was on the show uh, uh, quite some months ago. Uh, uh, talking about the project amongst uh, several other things so delighted to be able to play uh, uh, a track uh, from the record which you can buy uh, called just for today uh, there's also some new stuff uh, from freak party now we've been talking about freak party for quite some time now this is the uh, the lost smiths track that uh, simon walstoncroft who was also on the show a few weeks ago uh, had been talking about it's now uh, been released and more name-dropping, Stella Grundy was on the show a few weeks ago too, and she was uh, fresh from uh, recording the video for this track um, uh, at, uh, I forget what venue it was, I think it was, uh, I think it was The Empire. Oh no, it wasn't, I think it was down, I think it was down by, by, uh, by the studios there. But anyway, all that's irrelevant, but the point is, it's an unearthed Smith track, and it's the first of many that are going to be, uh, well, I'm not sure there's going to be an awful lot more unearthed, although Simon, uh, Simon is the best, uh, the best person to ask uh, with regards to that, but uh, there are going to be new projects, uh, and if you do listen to past shows, which I, I of course encourage you to do, um, you'll hear the banter that alludes to a lot of Manchester uh, musicians past and present are going to be uh, working on this project. So you're going to be hearing a lot more from uh, from the outfit that is uh, Freak Party. We're going to be hearing the first single, Firefly, in all its glory, uh, coming up later in the programme. And uh, my postman was, uh, was was rather diligent in, in delivering the seven-inch single to my homestead yesterday. So that, that, uh, that all worked out quite nicely. Uh, a new track uh, from, from Cast, which I'm also very, very excited to, uh, to 
share with you. Uh, John Power. Uh, it's a, another teaser track, so I'm not sure if it'll ultimately be a single or not, but uh, that's what tends to happen when uh, when bands release things on Bandcamp and Pledge. They'll, uh, they'll drop a track or two uh, prior to the release, uh, hence the term teaser. Uh, so we're going to hear a track called Do That. Also, uh, some new material from iMonster. Uh, from the Bradley Brothers, uh, sorry, actually called the Bradley Brothers, realised the transmutation of the Chamberlain to the Mellotron. That's from their new Bright Sparks LP. The, the interview this week is uh, with Steve from Real Live Owls uh, from Northampton. Very happy to be uh, sharing that with you. Did play some uh, Real Live Owls on the last programme. We'll be playing some more, needless to say, on this programme. We've got the usual Tinterweb time, the obligatory fall track, uh, and much, much, much more.
quite wonderful stuff that that is uh, chapter house with their 2009 version of uh, of pearl and it came out on a compilation record called the light shines into your dream and it is particularly difficult to get a hold of so uh, i wish you the very best of luck should you be a chapter house fan and want to be seeking uh, that particular version um re-recorded uh, i'm not quite sure if uh, all the tracks were re-recorded uh rachel goswell's backing vocals uh, rachel goswell of a uh, slow dive uh, minor victories uh, harvey three and all that business um um it sounds it sounds better dare i say than the original version and that is for teen divorce don't know the person's name i do know their uh, instagram handle as it were so that's for you and i did promise you that i'd play that didn't i so uh, uh, do listen and spread the word on on that uh, on that note of listening and spreading the word i'm i'm like a, a kid in a candy store as they say at the minute um as of last night, uh, the Near Perfect Pitch uh, website is up, running, living and breathing. I'm chuffed, to say the very least. Nearperfectpitch.com. So that's where you can go to um, see my lovely pretty graphics, amongst other things. But in all seriousness, you can uh, then go directly via the links there to iTunes, Google Play and or Podbean. Uh, you can also go to all the social media properties uh, via via the, uh, the main website and you can also keep in touch and uh, all the contact information is there as well so I'm, 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 I'm rather happy I've been I've been threatening to uh, to complete this website for uh, for months and uh, now it, it's it's done so now I don't have to go through this massive rigmarole of, uh, of regurgitating every social media property that we have go to nearperfectpitch.com all there for you even gone to the extreme lengths to have a link to Spotify where I will now be uploading weekly playlists for your pleasure as well so that's another extension of the program so i'm working on that uh there'll, there'll be some emulation there'll be some uh, doubling up in terms of what i played on the program and what will uh, ultimately reside on the uh, on the spotify playlists uh but uh, there'll be stuff that's exclusive to both and also it's important to note that uh, a lot of the records i play despite spotify doing a really bang up job a lot of the records that uh, i play on the program you can't get on Spotify. Uh, some you'll never be able to get and some I would imagine is uh, a matter of course through uh, numerous uh, licensing deals, publishing deals, etc, etc, etc. So uh, happy about that. wanted to um, get a little bit more serious actually uh, for, for, for a minute or two. Uh, it's, it's time for Facebook things and that's for you to uh, just have a little reminder of uh, that you should actually be participating in the social media aspect of things if you enjoy the program there's lots of peripheral and uh, uh, extra stuff as it were that uh, I will chuck out to uh, uh, social media platforms uh, and uh, and share with you if I think it's musically worth sharing then I will uh, I will uh, I'll deliver that's what I'll do I'll deliver so the music world uh, the indie alternative music world in, in, in the UK was was very saddened uh, was a couple of weeks ago uh, maybe even three um, at the passing of, of uh, Craig Gill uh, of the Inspiral Carpets. Um, Craig also was uh, very, very well known for being uh, uh, the, the best thing about Manchester tourism in terms of the tours that he used to operate around town, music tours. Absolute belter of a guy, uh, lovely human being, uh, missed by many. And on the Facebook page, Near Perfect Pitches page, I've just uh, 
cut and pasted uh, the campaign to get uh, Saturn V uh, to the Christmas number one. Now, now, now in the UK, the, uh, the number one slot being the number one single is a bit of a big deal. Uh, it drops on a Wednesday afternoon and then is uh, regurgitated on the Sunday in the chart programme, and uh, it's been that way since, uh, since the beginning of time. Um, and particularly, the Christmas number one is held in very, very high esteem. And, and of late, in, in past years, there are many acts who, uh, who make it, who uh, just make you want to be sick in your mouth, but uh, that's what popular culture does. But in this instance, there's a campaign to... Uh, so the hashtag actually is get Saturn 5 to, to Christmas number one. So it's G-E-T-S-A-T-U-R-N 5, the digit 2-X-M-A-S-N-O-1. It's in memory, of course, of Craig Gill. So uh, download from iTunes or Amazon the, the particular track. Uh, and uh, we want to get this to number one as a tribute uh, to Craig. I'm not sure if it will uh, count if you're buying it from a, a Canadian, Australian uh, uh, American iTunes site. I think it's only going to qualify if it registers in the uh, in the UK site. So all, all UK listeners out there, um, spend the money, part with your cash, and uh, and pick up this particular beauty in support of uh, of the passing of uh, the wonderful Craig Gill.
Dead tree, dead tree. This is the symbol of anything. It's just a dead tree. 
time for me to get my house in order. That was uh, Blue Aeroplanes. Uh, there aren't many bands who could uh, release a jingly jangly guitar pop beat poet release about dead trees. Only Gerard Langley and the Blue Aeroplanes can do that. And that's brand new stuff. So go to uh, pledgemusic.com uh, and look at Blue Aeroplanes and you can. There's 50 days left, 5-0, not 1-5, to pledge for Welcome Stranger, which is going to be their new record. And uh, that is going to be released on the 6th of January, uh, a few weeks from now, three or four weeks from now. Not a long time to wait at all. So before we heard uh, the Blue Aeroplanes, we heard In Spiral Carpets from Devil Hopping from 1994. Uh, and that's a single and an album track called Saturn Five in honour of, of Craig Gill. Rest in peace, sir. You, uh, you're a star man. And uh, prior to that, we heard Chapter House. We started off with uh, Andy Weatherall's project, uh, Sabres of Paradise uh, from uh, the first long player on Warp Records called uh, Sabre Sonic and that's uh, Smoke Belch 2, the Beatless mix, uh, nice and mellow for you. And uh, also wanted to remind you that uh, you can expect to hear the interview with uh, Real Live Owls at the end of the programme where all the interviews usually end up. Uh, I also forgot to mention that there are some other new releases that I'll be playing. Uh, April 7, which is a project of uh, Patrick Fitzgerald uh, of uh, Kitchens of Distinction and uh, Paul Frederick of The Family Cat. Uh, They have a project called uh, The April 7 and uh, I'm going to be playing a song called Platform Shoes later on in the programme. We've got uh, Tinterweb time coming up and that's going to be uh, uh, it's kind of a clash theme to it. Um, The Essential Wax, the LP of the week. Lots and lots of uh, power pop chords and riffs. We're going to be uh, talking specifically about uh, Silver Sun's debut long player which is an absolute gem of an album and um, what else are we going to get to here I think that's a pretty good summary uh, but I'll spring a few surprises in there along the way don't forget nearperfectpitch.com is alive and well
Bonza stuff from Norway's Roiksop, and that's uh, a track from 2005 uh, and features on their 2005 LP uh, entitled The Understanding. Uh, that was one of seven mixes of, uh, of the single EP of uh, What Else Is There? That's the track that we heard. And the particular mix we heard was uh, a bit of a Bowie tribute, the uh, Thin White Duke mix. And that is a beauty. And before we heard our uh, Norwegian friends, we heard uh, a Mancunian friend, uh, Mark Burgess and his uh, The Chameleons, and a song called Swamp Thing of uh, 1986's Strange Times, uh, full length. And before we heard that, I re-remind you that we heard the new single by uh, the Blue Aeroplanes, Dead Tree, Dead Tree. Going to be playing a lot of electronic uh, and uh, melodic tunes, it seems here, as I'm going over the playlist. And uh, I never set out with a methodology, really, and sometimes things just tend to uh, unfold and gather a theme of their own, if that makes any intrinsic sense whatsoever. Uh, So in keeping with uh, electronica and... uh, songs that make you move and groove and impel you to get off the settee. Here's another one. Always work. Go to church. Do right. Respect those in authority over you. Always work. Go to church. Do right. Respect those in authority over you. Always work. Go to church. Do right.
from 1985 Psycho Candy, their debut LP. That's the Jesus and Mary Chain and uh, Just Like Honey. And before we heard the Mary Chain, we heard Sensoria by Cabaret Voltaire. Uh, and that uh, is housed on their Microphonies record, which uh, came out in 1984, around about the same time, just prior to uh, the Mary Chains uh, release there, and that came out on uh, some bizarre records uh, through Virgin Distribution. And uh, Roy Sop was what we heard uh, maintaining the electronica theme uh, prior to uh, Cabaret Voltaire. Uh, next up, it's time for uh, that new track by uh, John Powers' Cast, and uh, the track is called Do That, and you can go to his pledge uh, page to snag the record for, uh, I think uh, there's still... The uh, the possibility to get uh, the signed uh, L uh, sorry the signed CD uh, for fifteen pounds. Um, the URL uh, pledgemusic.com/projects/cast2016. Uh, do be aware that uh, I put all the uh, the links and uh, information that's got any relevance or pertinence in the show notes, which. Uh, largely reside in uh, in the Podbean host site, but uh, uh, the vast majority of information that I upload gets uh, sucked into the uh, the iTunes and Google Play and uh, TuneIn Radio portals as well. So if you are curious about uh, what uh, what's being played, uh, in addition to just me uh, blurting out what I've played, uh, you can always visit it uh, posthumously or even uh, as, as you listen to know exactly what's coming up, uh, who's sung what, and, uh, and uh, make sense of everything. There's nothing worse than uh, listening to, uh, to radio and uh, hearing a song that uh, tickles your fancy and uh, no one takes the time, energy or effort to actually tell you what it was. Uh, it, it maddens me, although, truth be told, I don't listen to mainstream radio or hardly any radio at all anymore, but... Uh, it used to drive me absolutely mental. Sunlight in a kiss 
hard to mistake that for anyone else other than Lush. And that's a little bit of a tribute uh, to, to Lush. Um, they are now officially defunct. Um, Phil King left, uh, left the band, uh, I don't know, about five or six weeks ago. A bit of a, a, bit of a ding-dong with, uh, with Mickey and Emma, apparently. Uh, and uh, they announced a couple of weeks ago that their show in Manchester uh, a few days ago would be their last live date. Uh, they are releasing the single, and you can uh, source that if you are uh, a completist when it comes to Lush. And I wanted to uh, not so much celebrate their career, because you can't really celebrate anyone's career with one song, but I remember distinctly um, uh, picking up their first EP. Uh, it was called Scar, and it came out in uh, in 1989 on, on 4AD Records, the very same day that uh, the Pale Saints debut, Barging Into the Presence of God, uh, came out. Uh, that was their debut on 4AD. Uh, Pale Saints did have a, a very obscure single prior to their uh, signing with 4AD, but let's, uh, for sake of argument, say it was their debut as well. So I uh, went home with these two uh, two singles, and mine, Mind was then uh, uh, blown uh, Repeat, play, repeat, play, repeat, play. Two phenomenal EPs, and I wanted to uh, play something from the first Lush EP to remember and buy. And uh, from from the Scar EP, that's a song called Scarlet. And uh, they will be missed. I really, really, really did like that lot. Um, And before that, uh, uh, we heard Cast, their new single or teaser track called Do That, which you can pick up, uh, not imminently, but you're going to have to pledge and uh, and buy the record uh, through the pledgemusic.com site. It is now time for our obligatory fall off track um, and to uh, to you that are listening for the first time not only should you uh, hold hold uh, your your head in your hands in shame um, but uh, you're unaware that on a weekly basis I'm trying to gradually indoctrinate uh, the listenership into the fall those that love the fall I want you to love them even more uh, and those of you that uh, uh, have an aversion to them I want you to uh, gradually slowly organically but slowly envelop them
A Flock of Seagulls from 1982's debut record, uh, self-titled record, on uh, on Jive Records. That is uh, a single and an album track called uh, Space Age Love Song. And that's a request proving unequivocally that if you do get in contact with me, I do listen. I will open your email and if it's viable, I'll play your song as well. And that's for Jezza who is in Liverpool. Thanks, mate, for the request. Uh, uh, a good one. Not heard that for a while and uh, long overdue. So uh, thank you, sir, for uh, rejog- well, rejogging my memory and uh, impelling me to play that song. And before that, uh, The Fall from uh, 1988's uh, I Am Curious Orange. I've played a lot from this album, actually, uh, in fairness. Well, it's a bloody good record. Um, so um, that's Cab It Up. And uh, another another gem of a track by The Fall. And I'm hoping that you're gradually warming to them and uh, the wonderful dulcet tones of Mark E. Smith. Um, Simon Mason has a band called Hightown Pirates. You can pick up Just For Today on iTunes. You can also uh, go to Facebook and look up the Hightown Pirates page and like it and follow it so you will stay up to date with all the happenings. So your first port of call is to go and buy the single. Uh, Second port of call is to like it on Facebook. And your third duty is to in turn buy the long player when it's released. But for now, this is what we've got. Fucking Nazis steal the day 
Cocteau Twins from Head Over Heels. Uh, that was released in 1983 on 4AD Records. That's their second uh, LP. And that is a beauty called uh, In the Gold Dust Rush. And uh, before that, we heard the uh, new single, the debut single from Hightown Pirates. Brilliant stuff from Simon Mason and the boys. And that uh, is a song called Just For Today. So uh, I'll be playing more from the EP in coming weeks and uh, I'm really, really looking forward to the uh, the full length. It's going to be a gem. I've uh, received in the post, thanks to uh, Simon's uh, uh, press agent, uh, got, uh, got a little sampler of the LP as well. So uh, I am rather privileged in that department. Um, and uh, let's see what's going to be coming up next. I think what I'm going to do next, I think I'm going to play the cover version of the week. I think I will be playing... I don't think I actually know I'm going to be playing. Um, back in the day, there was a, a, a release via the enemy, via the New Musical Express, um, the Bible, as it were, for uh, for music fans. Uh, Sounds was a decent uh, competitor, but it didn't uh, have the same uh, the same oomph in my in my personal opinion as the enemy did. And I mentioned in uh, in in past shows that uh, they used to. Uh, have a series of, of giveaways uh, on, on on the front covers of, uh, of of the newspaper, whether it was a, a seven-inch single or a single, and they'd also have uh, exclusive mail-ins. And uh, in 1992, uh, to mark the 40th anniversary of uh, the Spastic Society, which isn't used in terms of uh, the uh, the association today. That name is not used uh, for obvious reasons in terms of political correctness having uh, uh, jettisoned forward since 1992, but I'm giving you a bit of a history. Anyway, there was a triple LP that you could uh, mail in for. I can't remember how much money you had to part with, but it's uh, The Enemy's Roaring Forty. It was uh, released in 1992, and it's... Uh, a load of cool bands doing covers of uh, of past number ones. Uh, what we're going to hear is uh, Suede doing a bit of, uh, of Chrissy Hines' uh, Pretenders. Going to be hearing some Brass in Pocket. But I'll give you uh, an idea of the, of the kind of cover versions that you can expect to find, well, you will find on this record. Uh, Curve do a brilliant uh, version of I Feel Love. Uh, the Mannix, which I may even play in coming weeks. Uh, Suicide is Painless, see the theme from MASH, which is rather good. Blur do Maggie May. Tears for Fears do a very, very uh, dutiful uh, rendition of Ashes to Ashes. Um, there's Tori Amos on here, there's The Farm, Ned's Atomic Dustbin, Teenage Fan Club doing Mr. Tambourine Man, which is a beauty. Uh, Bad Moon Rising by the Blue Aeroplanes is stellar. Um, Fatima Mansion's doing some uh, some Brian Adams, which is cringeworthy, but uh, but uh, listenable. Does that make any sense at all? Probably not. Uh, Cumberland Gap done by The Wedding Present. Uh, and the list goes on. Great, great uh, triple comp here. And we're going to hear one song uh, off the record, as I mentioned, by Suede doing Pretenders. But if you do get uh, an opportunity to, to, to find this and, uh, and uh, come across it, buy it, because it's uh, becoming increasingly more difficult to source. Anyway, here's Suede.
got me scared But so sweet Got something
2006's Costello music. That is the Fratellis and uh, a song called Vince, the lovable stoner. And we all have in our social circles a Vince, don't we? Might not be called Vince, but we have a Vince uh, equivalent. I'm I'm pretty sure that all of you do. Uh, Anyway, uh, we heard uh, Vince, the lovable stoner, preceded by Suede doing uh, our cover version of the week. That's their rendition of uh, Pretender's uh, Brass in Pocket. Now, it's time for a hat trick of tunes which have a Pixies 480 Records spinal column. Uh, we're going to be hearing Bone Machine of uh, Surferosa, uh, which is also bundled with Come On Pilgrim if you have the CD version. Uh, then we're going to hear something by Belly. And Belly were a band uh, that emanated from uh, Rhode Island, but uh, Tanya Donnelly fronted the band. She was also in Throwing Muses with uh, Kristen Hirsch, another 4AD band. Uh, But she was also in The Breeders, which has Kelly Deal in the band. Uh, Sorry, uh, Kim Deal as well. And Kelly Deal, and of course Kim Deal, is in Pixies. You got it? So, we're going to hear some uh, Pixies, then we're going to hear some Belly, and then we're going to hear some Frank Black.
My Mind by Frank Black, a.k.a. Black Francis, a.k.a. Charles Thompson of the Pixies. Uh, that's from his uh, solo record, Frank Black Francis, released in 2004, and uh, his version of the Pixies track, which he wrote, uh, called uh, Where Is My Mind. And before uh, we heard that particular track by, uh, by uh, Frank Black, we heard uh, a single uh, by Belly. Uh, Tanya Donnelly's band uh, Feed the Tree we heard from their debut long player 
called Star, which was released on 4AD Records. And before that, we went back to 1988 and we heard from Surferosa on 4AD Records by uh, by the Pixies, we heard Bone Machine. So that was a hat-trick for you of uh, semi-related tunes. We're going to go to Australia now because I feel like it. <laughs>
Now, that is uh, Tones on Tail. So after Bauhaus and before Love and Rockets, there was Tones on Tail. And that's probably their best-known track, but that's the club mix of Go, in case you hadn't sussed that out by listening to it. And before that, uh, from from 1990 on Mushroom Records, uh, through Arista Records, uh, through the rest of the con- uh, the globe, rather, outside Australia, um, that was The Church from uh, Gold Afternoon Fix and uh, a brilliant, brilliant song, Kilby at his best, uh, with uh, with the song called Metropolis. And before that, we heard the Pixies 4AD hat trick. And now it's time for Sleeper. He lives on his own, the TV's on loan, he watches old.
That's a new freak party. It's Firefly, and uh, that's uh, Funky Sai, Walstoncroft, and uh, the beautiful vocals of Angie Brown. Stay tuned for uh, more material from that stable. Uh, forthcoming with lots of collaborations. Forthcoming too with uh, with other Manchester artists. Freak party, 
there you have it. I've been promising that for quite some time. Before that, we heard uh, Louise Wenner and her sleeper. And that was from uh, their debut record, 1995 Smart. And uh, that's on Indolent Records, by the way. And we heard a song and a single called Vegas and uh, Tones on Tail. goth dance if you like uh, uh, preceding that with uh, with go the club mix thereof Whew, we've got through a load of songs thus far don't forget at the end of the program we have got um the interview with steve uh from real live owls i'll be playing a couple more tracks uh from their ep which is uh still available i believe uh, check the links that i will dutifully put up in uh, in the show notes and i'm going to try and squeak in before the end of the program i'm trying to play another song by Dodgy. I want to be able to sneak in uh, something by the April 7 that I've been uh, threatening to do for quite a while. Uh, and also uh, hoping uh, that I've got enough time to sneak in the uh, the Eye Monster track as well. Whew. I'm going to cease talking now and hear some Anna Domino.
Across the great Atlantic, the window cleaner stole to walk upon England's mountains green. Bring forth your finest men, O Albion, and forge the Franson machine.
Brand new stuff from iMonster from uh, their latest LP released uh, just a few weeks ago called Bright Sparks. That's a track called The Bradley Brothers Realise the Transmutation of the Chamberlain to the Mellotron. As if you didn't know. And uh, prior to that, Anna Domino from uh, 1987 from her record Long Player called This Time on uh, Les Disques du Crepuscule Records uh, and a song called Change to Come. She's actually uh, from Ottawa, way, way, way back, but she's a very, very well-travelled lady. No idea where she lives right now, but uh, she's lived all over the States and all over Europe. And uh, I remember that track when it came out, and I'm particularly uh, taken by it, so I thought I'd uh, dig it out and play it for you this week. And what did we hear before Anna Domino? Yes, of course, we heard Freak Party, didn't we? Um, Now, I think it's... Hang on a minute, what's that sound? My goodness, that's annoying. But I'll continue to, to, to niggle you with it and play it every once in a while. It's Tinterweb time, that's what that uh, racket means. And uh, Tinterweb time is simply uh, a website that I want to share with you. Uh, something that I'm aware of, stumble upon, uh, just get sucked into the, uh, the search engine vortex and find something that's uh, of musical relevance. Uh, and this week I, uh, I was uh, having a, a back and forth with... Uh, a band called Sister Ray, who I've played uh, in in past weeks, and they've got a song on the latest Joe Strummer Foundation uh, compilation. So if you go to uh, Bandcamp, um, you will search for Strummerville or the Joe Strummer Foundation, and you will find three compilation EPs. Sorry. LPs, uh, and they are very, very handily priced. They uh, they are yours for anywhere between two and three pounds. The latest uh, the latest uh, compilation is nineteen tracks in all, including one uh, one track by Sister Age Gentrification, which is particularly good. So if you do go to Bandcamp, you can download it in in lossless format or uh, compressed MP3 format, and. Uh, the uh, the latest uh, episode three version three volume three is is, is meager three pounds for nineteen tracks uh, supporting talent. The Joe Strummer Foundation gives opportunity to aspiring musicians and supports projects around the world that create employment through music. Fantastic stuff. I was completely unaware that this uh, this particular project existed and uh, had of course missed the prior two uh, volumes, but. Uh, I quickly caught up and bought all three. So you could do the very same by going to uh, Bandcamp and looking for uh, either Strummerville or you can look for the the Joe Strummer Foundation, if only I could talk properly. We are nearly uh, at the end of the programme. There's a there's an awful lot to get to in terms of exciting content. I've got the album uh, of the week to feature, which is going to come up in in a, in a few minutes, uh, and then after that we're going to go straight into the uh, the interview with uh, Real Live Owls from Northampton. So here's some coast, uh, and uh, after coast, I think we're going to start our album feature, which this week is, uh, is Silver Sun. Gonna dress myself up in
power pop called Batman. Uh, that's Silver Sun, uh, and that's a song called Golden Skin, and a single uh, off their uh, debut self-titled long player, which came out in 1997. And before I delve deeper into uh, Silver Sun, just want to let you know what we heard prior to it. We heard a single from 96 by Coast, and uh, the single concerned was called Do It Now, and that uh, is on Sugar Records. Silver Sun. Who are these people? Well, they started uh, in the mid-90s in in Camden, fronted by uh, James Broad, uh, the real uh, artistic talent behind the band. And uh, the debut record was released uh, on Polydor Records, a major label. It did reach uh, number 30 in the charts, and uh, several singles were pulled off the record. It was just uh, an album where literally just about all of the tracks could have been presented uh, as uh, a single format. Um, if you like power pop, if you like uh, these, uh, these jingly-jangly guitars... Silverson really are for you. Um, James has a record label called Invisible Hands Music where the vast majority of just about everything they've done is available through digital download. Uh, so do do try and source it. I'll put a lot of links uh, in uh, in the show notes as I normally do. So we did hear Golden Skin. We're going to hear another song now, Lava, which was also a single.
oftentimes a band's first record proper is their best output. And I think it's pretty fair to say that with Silver Sun, that, that does apply. Although Neo Wave, the second album, is uh, is a very, very strong record whereby they could be uh, several singles pulled from it. Um, didn't uh, do uh, nearly as well as, uh, as uh, the self-titled debut, uh, peaking at number 74 in the charts. But let's get back to the album that we're talking about. Uh, the record itself uh, is 15 tracks in all. Um, it's hard to find a physical copy of of the record, but you can uh, get it digitally through through all the usual places. Uh, the producer uh, was Nigel Godrich, who, who later became uh, famous for his work with, uh, with Radiohead. But he's the man uh, behind uh, the board on this particular record. And it was released in, uh, in May 1997. I'm going to play one more song for you. Uh, and I think I'm going to play... Um, boom, boom, boom. There's so much choice here. You can tell I'm completely unplanned as well because uh, with, with an album like this, you could literally play any track. I'm going to play Yellow Light for you. Stay tuned. <laughs>
Yellow Light. That's Silver Sun. And that's the third song of uh, their self-titled debut long player that I have played for you. And hopefully I have convinced you to part with your hard-earned money and go and invest it in, uh, in some Silver Sun. James Broad, very, very good songwriter. I've no idea what he's doing right now. Absolutely none. I've been trying to track him down, truth be told, but uh, uh, to no avail thus far. Um, before I get into the interview with, uh, with Stephen, Stephen Ward from uh, Real Live Owls, um, Northampton's Real Live Owls, wanted to let you know that next week got a, a smashing interview with a new uh, Swedish outfit heavily influenced by uh, the Sarah Records and Creation uh, uh, record labels uh, called uh, Tinsel Heart and they've got uh, one EP out which is fantastic and I'll be playing all three songs from that and uh, talking uh, to Petter and uh, the rest of the band uh, next show which will be episode 25 this is episode 24 and we are featuring real live owls now uh, don't know a lot about them because there's not a lot to know about them, really. Uh, these are lads who uh, make records whenever they see fit, and they have two releases to date, the first of which is a digital album, which you can get at uh, at uh, the Bandcamp uh, page that they have. And uh, you just have to do a, a search for Real Live Owls. Uh, the album itself is called The Last Great King. Uh, all the links will be in the show notes. Nearperfectpitch.com will get you anywhere and everywhere you need to be concerning anything that uh, pertains to this programme, just so you know. So, if you want to uh, support the band, you can get this record quite handily through Bandcamp. However, they do have a new release, which uh, you can actually get the physical copy of, uh, and it's called uh, Caniculus Femina. It's available through Grassroots Records, and uh, I've also put the link to uh, that page. So if you're enamoured enough, you can uh, you can buy the uh, four-track CD EP uh, straight uh, from the source at Grassroots Records. I had a wonderful chat uh, with uh, Stephen, uh, a very, very funny chap, uh, dry, funny, uh, and uh, he was sufficiently interested enough to answer my questions, which uh, I have to credit him for because I, uh, I could conceivably have bored him to tears, but he didn't uh, latch on. Um, so we're going to hear a couple of songs. Uh, the first song that we're going to hear is um, a song called Seven Sinners. It's uh, on the EP. It's the, 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 second, uh, the second track. Uh, a couple of shows ago on episode 22, I did play the lead track of the EP, Skinny Black Jeans, uh, and uh, I did enjoy that one. I've been listening to the EP a lot, actually, and uh, it's a grower as they say. It's great first time of listening, but it's, uh, it's uh, progressively better and better as you get further and further on. Anyway, here is Seven Sinners by Real Live Owls. <laughs> Oh, 
studios in Northampton that is Real Live Owls the second track of their EP released very recently on Grassroots Records and who are these people? I'm going to tell you who they are the band is fronted by Stephen Ward on guitars, voice, piano and ukulele there's another Stephen in the band and if you read the bio on the Bandcamp page it'll tell you that his area of prowess is hitting things 
whistling tubes and electronica. Uh, Edward uh, Mander is on uh, basses, uh, does some backing vocals, uh, some whistling tubes and some electronica. And then there's Matthew uh, uh, Fels, who is on guitars, voices, ukulele, also electronica. So there you have it. That's uh, that's the band. Um, the the last Great King record was released in 2014, and I'll be playing tracks from the the long player in shows to come. I wanted to feature on uh, their latest work, which is the EP itself. So uh, we played Seven Sinners just now. We played uh, Skinny Black Jeans uh, two songs ago. Uh, we're going to go straight into the interview now uh, with uh, with Stephen, and then I'll be back to play one last track off the EP before I uh, trundle off down the motorway to go home and have my dinner. Enjoy the interview. Hey, Dara. Am I speaking with some legitimately live owls? You have, you've got me. Nice one, nice one. We got there in the end, didn't we? Yeah, sorry, I couldn't work that out. That's beyond me. Not a problem at all. It sounds like a a decent line, and... uh, I've got you on the end of it. That's that's that. That was the general idea. So how, how are things? Are you in Northampton at the moment? I am indeed. I am indeed. Just just back from my my great nephew's third birthday party. Oh, this, this is the second interview in a row where I've interviewed a, a, a musician who's fresh from a birthday party. So I would imagine <laughs> I imagine uh, you're full of sugar and not alcohol. Then no, I've, I've avoided the sugar and, and hit the alcohol hard. Oh, did you? Okay, great. So you're, su- you're suitably uh, suitably loose and gobby for this interview. Good stuff. Well, well oiled, well oiled, mate. <laughs> good, good. Well, let, let's start. Let's start with some of the some of the most uh, probably mundane and obvious questions. But but uh, I I became uh, aware of you uh, via Pat Fish, who I'm sure you know because Northampton's not a very big town, is it? Of course. Yeah, I've known Pat a long time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've I've, I've, I've sort of. Uh, That's- you sound like you might be from here. Oh, I am. I am. I'm very, very much from from, from that side of the pond. But um, I, I do, I do, I do a podcast here that that features uh, what you deem uh, alternative indie college. I hate the expression, but but Brit pop, which is what they tend to lump things in. You know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you qualify in spades, and I was talking to Pat. I've interviewed Pat on, on the show, and uh, he was talking about uh, about you. And uh, something appeared on Facebook a few weeks ago. Uh, you know, highly recommended. Pick this record up. So I promptly bought it, and uh, uh, you've got another. You've got another convert in me over here. Uh, and oh, well, bless you. Well, well, good music's good music's good music, and so I'm grateful to Pat for. Um, for uh, for hooking me up, as it were. So, um, in terms of in terms of a a vibe, and, and forgive me for sounding sounding possibly a little bit flippant here, but Northampton is not renowned for its musical output. Um, what, what 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 is it like right there now in terms of uh, a music scene, if, if there is anything at all? No, no, Northampton's pretty much the same as it's always been. There's always been. Um, there's always been like a, a, a really busy, vibrant music scene here. Um, there's loads of musicians, uh, gigs all the time, um, and, and I don't know. It just seems to get ignored. It on, does on a national scale, you know. Yeah. Well, the provinces do, don't they? I mean, if it's not Liverpool, uh, yeah. Glasgow, Manchester, or London, you've got to really fight for a voice. Yeah, I guess if you're a, you know, if you're a, a, a posh kid from, um, where, well, where is that place up north? Oh, I don't know. Place that Coldplay come from. Oh, oh, At the other side of Liverpool somewhere. Oh, you mean the Wirral? They, they, oh, I forget where they're from. 
Uh, um, woolly backs up there somewhere. Anyway, let's not let's not let's not let's not talk. Yeah. But now, now that that place has got a scene. Everybody, everybody looks for something that's coming from there. Um, here, you know, we we just plod along and do our own thing, and and uh, if people like it, they like it. We don't really care. <laughs> wow, such a <laughs> such a wonderfully blasé attitude. So, so, so you you and the band. Let's let's first let's talk about the the, the name. You, everyone's got a name their band something, and you you've come up with uh, with with real live owls. There's there's got to be a story there. You don't have to go into massive detail, but I'm morbidly yeah. curious. No, really, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's got no deep hidden meaning. We um we sat down and, and came up with all the usual names that that we've been. You know, whenever you start a band, I've always got five or six in, in the bag. Yeah. And uh, I try and I try and pick those, and nobody ever has them. They always go, "No, you can't have later piss." It's not <laughs> <start> happening. <laughs> and um, it was it was one of those. Um, we were at the point where we we couldn't come up with anything decent and we were all bored of the conversation and somebody says, what about real life house? And we go, yeah, that'll do. There's literally no meaning to it. <laughs> okay, because it sounds, without, without uh, you know, belabouring the point, it makes you sound really highbrow. <laughs> whether, that's in, whether that's intentional or not, I'm not quite well, sure. We're, but... we're, you know, we're, we're gentlemen of a certain age and a certain quality, so... Well, I think, I'm, in, I'm in the same boat. We'll take that. Yeah, I think I think I think I'm in the same sort of age age uh, bracket as yourself, and and also when you chuck in a little bit of Latin as well for the EP's name, it takes you to to an even ah. higher echelon. It's like an Oxbridge Oxbridge graduate type EP now. I'm I'm fairly sure Mr. Fisher pulled me up on that Latin because that that's pretty cod. That's uh, doesn't matter. That's like Google Translate Latin. Yeah, but to, to the uninitiated though, which is most people, are thinking, "My God, these lads—they they know what they're doing, don't they?" Even <laughs> even if it's not the case. But okay, so you've 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 certainly explained that. So let's talk about the EP itself. And um, this is the, to my knowledge, uh, you know, I've been doing my digging around. This is the only thing that uh, I can get my hands on, aside from listening to stuff on SoundCloud. Is that right? Uh, yes, there is. We did um, we we did a, a, a very small run of a, a sort of twelve track uh, self produced album, um, but they've all gone. Uh, we probably won't repress it. Repress it. Um, so yeah, this this is um, there's a, 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 a reasonable size but short run uh, being put out by Grassroots Records here in Northampton. Yeah, uh, I think they've done five hundred. So it, there, there won't be many, uh, but if, if they all go, we may repress this. So. Good, yeah, it's a nice little package, a nice little digipack. I uh, I was pleasantly surprised to receive it. I was accepting, uh, expecting something in a slipcase, but this is rather nice. Yes, yeah, we're well chuffed with it. Um, we, we spent a lot of time thinking it out, and um, a lot of effort went into making it look nice as well. So good, and it also good. I like it. It also mentions that the CD is not a promotional tool. For uh, for your local boozer or or, or Giles Cheese. <laughs> that's right. That, that's uh, that's a, a, a little dig at myself and one of the other members of the band do that. For we we we, uh, we we sell our wares. We ply our wares in Northampton, and uh, <laughs> that was a little that was a surprise to me. Well, you could yeah. Well, you could you could 
be conceivably selling all kinds of things in unison alongside the CD, a bit of cheese, a couple of pints. Uh, oh, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. So, we, so, should, we should maybe send a bit, bit of cheese out with every copy. Yeah, well, that, 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 that could be some health and safety implications there. <laughs> um, but let, let's talk about live, too, because I know you've been gigging. And uh, have, have you got any, uh, any, any uh, dates uh, forthcoming between now and the, and, and the new year? Uh, no, we, we, we're now looking at putting a few together for the new year yeah. uh, to try and uh, sort of make people aware of the CD. We, we did a little launch last week, which was lovely, down in a, in a brewery. In, in, in town here. Yeah, I saw some um, of the. Uh, I saw some of that. It was looked, looked like it was a, a raging success. It was lovely. Yeah, yeah. really nice evening. Really nice. It's, it's, um, it's a lovely place to play. Yeah. Know, in front of all the all the uh, fermentation tanks, and it's fantastic. It's a great place to play. I think. I think we, we we decided last year maybe we should only ever do gigs in breweries. Well, you 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 you're not going to be short of venues. Put it that way. No, no, there's breweries everywhere. Yeah, do the brewery tour. That'll be something that's never been done on it. At least, at least not to my to my <laughs> knowledge. Although, having said that, with your highbrow packaging and name, you should perhaps be doing vineyards instead. But that's that's another discussion <laughs> altogether. Um, uh, so let's let's talk about you. You, you do you do address uh, a lot of cover versions, and you're a self-professed alt country blues folk dark roots band, which is uh, a real real pain in the ass for people at HMV who want to file your record away. But um, what what, yeah, the, what are the cover versions? Never one to be labelled. Well, no, no, it's it's uh, you know just put next to Wilco might probably be the, the best place to to define. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, all that aside, you you, you do favour a few cover versions. If you could share that with the listenership, I'd be grateful. The, the, the songs that you like to uh, play. Cover, oh, blimey, yeah, cover versions. We do um, we do a, a, um, a, an effort of Wichita alignment. Yeah. Which is always uh, it, it's one of those absolutely gorgeous songs that is just so enjoyable to play. Yeah, really lovely to play. Um, I can only do it when I'm sober. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say the other. One. I thought it was going to be the other way around, like the dark player analogy. I can only play it after no, five no. pints. Okay, okay. right. <sighs> um, and we we do uh, we do an old uh, rendition of uh, St James in Cremer now and again. Yeah. Um, but but that's about it. We we can't do too much of other people's stuff. Okay, I just I thought there was a more there was more floating about, but the, but Wichita lines been lineman. You, you can't go wrong with that. So, um, now, yeah, it was, certainly is, and uh, I I. I think it's kind of brave of you to do it as well because I've heard it done many, many times and done really, really badly. And uh, it's you know it's an easy one to screw up, I would imagine, as well. Yeah, we we screw it up once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed that on route to perfection. Um, so, can you tell us a bit about Orson Welles and not not the big fat guy from from the, the black and white films? Well, well, three three members of Real Live Owls. Um, we we were. We were mates back in the early nineties and um, played in, in the band Awesome Wells. Yeah. Which was uh oh crikey, kind of power pop post punk thing. Um and we, we 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 were we were pretty busy, we did lots of lots of shows and yeah. um, recorded a lot, we wrote many songs and then just jacked it all in one day. Um and then, uh, well, how, when was that? That was, that was maybe 94, so 15 years later, we all 
sort of sat around in the living room and just started singing and playing and uh, and, and saying we you know we should, we should do a band again and uh, and and that's where this sprang from. Uh, well, God, that's great. We, I mean, we, we've known each other a long time. And and you're all Northampton lads, are you? Fantastic. Uh, the name itself, I mean, it just it just warrants talking about just because of the name. I think it's fantastic. It's, it's always made me laugh, that name. Awesome Wells. Yes. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, I, I think there's probably about 100 bands across the globe called it these days. So. Yeah, yeah, but you see, you've seen it crop up for all, all the time. I'm wondering who actually has the uh, litigious rights to that name. Probably nobody. We, 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 weren't, we weren't wise enough to copyright it. We, we just... Uh, we just went with it for a while. We borrowed it for a while. Well, you've had no lawyers knocking on your door, so you're all right. Um, now, in, ter in terms of airplay, have, have you received any local or any airplay at all with regards to the record? Um, not yet. No, we 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 just it, it really is early days for this EP. We we we've only really had our hands on it for about a week, yeah. two weeks. Uh, so it's like we you know we'll start putting some in envelopes and sending them to folks we know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you, so you all play it. So you likes it. Uh, sent a few out to some promoters and had some pretty good feedback. So I think we should get some decent shows out of it next year. Excellent, excellent. I'm really happy for you because I I I do like the record. Um, I'm I'm personally disappointed that there's only four songs just because I'm a miserable, selfish bugger. Uh, I I, I played Skinny Black Jeans on on, on the last show. Um. Uh, and it's, it's it's a great song. It's not my favourite song, but uh, I, I played that, and I'll be playing the the uh, the three remaining songs uh, of uh, on the EP uh, to to complement this interview as well. Uh, unless, of course, there's any any tracks you want to send me in, in in the meantime digitally, we can talk about that later. If there's any anything that uh, you can send my way, I'll gladly play it. Uh, but aside from that, um, you'd mentioned you'd mentioned the album uh, that that you'd recorded. Uh, the twelve tracker beforehand that has sold out. Um, uh, it would be nice if, if that could uh, be, be downloadable digitally as, as, as opposed to physical product. Would that be something you might consider? I, I've got a feeling that may well be out there somewhere. I'll, I'll have to consult with Ed. Yeah, I can't. I can't find it. Yeah, I can't find it for love nor money. I'd just be just just selfish. I'd love to get my yeah, hands on it okay. and then and play some songs from it as well. Obviously. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we we should maybe get that out somewhere because um, it's it's all right. You know, there's some good good tunes on there. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd like to hear them. Bit of a labour of love, one of those. Uh, you know, we record, recorded here, there, and everywhere. Yes. Um, and it took us a long time to do so. Yeah, but it's your first body of work. Make it's... somebody hear it. That's a big. It's, yeah. I think I think it's a big deal. It's it's part of your genesis into who you are now. Um, uh, when you recorded the record, it says here that uh, it was engineered by Jim, Jimmy Calder and, and, and Jacob Loveless. Now, how did they uh, fit into the, the mix? Are they just the resident engineers? And what happened with the with the production of the of the EP? So, so we recorded uh, here in here in Northampton at um, uh, the Lodge Studios yeah. uh, on Aberdeen Square, which is um, it's a long established uh, studio, and those both the guys are the engineers, right? Um, then we had uh, Curtis Johnson and um, uh, the Right Reverend D. Wayne Love overseeing uh, overseeing procedures and, and pulling us up when we cocked up and, and saying, <laughs> do it again, do it again, do it again. And, did, and, uh, did... and that's, that's really what kind of made it, made it what it is. 
so so you, it was easy for you to to to, to relinquish uh, these duties to to the resident producers because a lot of artists have have had difficulty in uh, in taking any kind of direction. Was it was it the opposite for you? You were more than happy to leave it in their capable hands. No, I I, I like to be I like to be um, told. I like to be told when I'm not doing it right. Right. Uh, okay. And not not rely on my own judgment. Good. Well, that must have worked rather well then. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. In in terms of in terms of songwriting, um, you know, you said that you were uh, you congregated in uh, in a social environment, one of your living rooms, and said, "Hey, we should start making music again." Well, that's all very well and good. So, what, what's the process? How how does a song come to fruition amongst uh, real live hours? Who, how does the process start? Well, in in this band, very very slowly, we 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 will we will uh, sit around. Noodle with a few little melodies and chords, drink wine, drink beer, eat cheese, uh, come back to it later. And then, about maybe, I don't know, six months' time, we'll decide that whether or not it's worthy of somebody sitting down writing some words to. Gotcha. And uh, you should ask, it, it takes a ridiculous amount of time to write a song in this band. When I was a kid, we used to burn songs out, you know, three or four a day, and and then just choose the ones that we thought were any good. But um, I think uh, I think as life life gets more complicated when you're a bit older, um, you know that 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 just sort of gets in the way, and, and you, you have to allocate little slots of time to to, to build in songs, and and uh, usually that's then interrupted by. Um, the sort of social side of it and eating and drinking and and talking about being in the band rather than actually doing anything. <laughs> well, I would assume... We're not, we're not, a, we're not a hard-working band. Well, we well you've, got, you've got day jobs, right, Steve? I'm, 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 I'm assuming. You, you oh, yeah, we're, we're, all, um, we're all far too busy, really, to be doing this, but um, you, you, you've got to do it. I've, I've tried... Wonderful. Well, I'm glad that you've got the opportunity to do it, and uh, uh, even if it takes you an eternity to write a song, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I was just curious as to the process yeah. because if it's laboured and thought out and, and has, a, has a really prolonged genesis, that's okay. Um, each to each to their own, as long as as long as they they eventually see light of day. Um, but you're absolutely right about the what process. What's bizarre about that is that the songs are all really quite simple. Yeah, so, you know, we're not we're not rushed. <laughs> we, don't, we don't we don't take ages because it's really complicated. We just take ages because we can't make decisions. That's okay. As I say, again, yeah, you, 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 that analogy you use is, is is a good one, but it's it's there's no formula, there's no cookie cutter, as they say, for uh, for writing a song. And if that's your process, well, that's your process. You might not end up having as much output as Van Morrison, but that's okay. You know, so I, I've just got to, I've got I've got one last question for you, and and there seems to be okay. this there seems to be this uh, theme throughout the last twenty minutes in talking to you. Cheese keeps coming up in the conversation. <laughs> now, wh who, which one of you's got this cheese connection? That's me. Uh, so That's you you are Giles Cheese, are you? I'm a I'm a um, I'm a 
I'm a, I'm a proud owner of a little deli in town, and we we, we sell cheese and, and all sorts of other stuff. But uh, it's a bit of a gag that, 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 that gets dragged into music as well. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm always expected to bring some. Well, I had to ask because again, it's just one of these. Yes, yes, and I'm they're, they're directed towards you now. I'm putting two and two together now and finally getting there. And and this is this is a question I ask every every artist that I talk to, regardless of who they are. <laughs> I say I, I I propose a situation. I say you're around my house for for a cup of tea, uh, and uh, I whack out the biscuit tin, and I'm lucky enough to have a, a magic biscuit tin, Steve. Uh, and you can, as a result of this magic biscuit tin, choose any biscuit on God's green earth, an endless supply thereof. What would you choose? Gillette Normand. You'd get what? Gillette <laughs> um, Normand is um, it's a French butter biscuit from Normandy. Okay, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to send me this on on Facebook Messenger because uh, I've got French butter biscuit. But if you could send me the spelling, what I do is I, I compile okay, a. Go on. I'm saying I compile a spreadsheet, uh, and it's quite an interesting one. It's probably not as interesting as your world of cheese, but everybody I've interviewed for the duration of this particular podcast has an allocated biscuit. So you're gonna join the, join the masses with your own individual biscuit here. But uh, you're going to have to help me out with its spelling. So can you whack, whack that through a messenger for me? Fantastic. I'll do that. I'll do that when I'm when I'm done. I'll send you a picture. That is smashing, and it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And, and I and I and I do hope I can continue to follow your uh, your careers with 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 uh, with real live owls. And uh, as soon as there's new material, I will of course play it to uh, to the I'd, I'd like to say masses, but uh, to the keen and avid uh, listenership. And please do keep me in the loop as well, and, and I hope to keep in touch with you via all the means that we've been uh, communicating thus far. Yes, that's, that's, that's great news, though, and uh, really appreciate the play. Absolute and, pleasure. Uh, actually, uh, we'll, we'll see if we can dig out a copy of the other one send that out to you. Oh, that would uh, be fantastic. And I'll be made up if I can get a copy of that, digitally or otherwise. That would be fantastic. So I'll, I'll be in touch uh, as soon as possible once I've got uh, the podcast uh, in the bag so I can give you the link. Otherwise, I'll wait for your biscuit link and we will talk very soon. Okay, mate. Awesome. All the very best. Cheers. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, there you have it. You now know all there is to know about real live owls. Go out there and uh, try and get your hands on uh, Caniculus uh, Femina uh, and uh, get that through the uh, the grassroots link that I've got in the show notes. And uh, I'm going to end the programme this week with one last track. Uh, and as I promised, I'm going to be playing uh, the last song off the EP, Krakasu. Just to get a hand 
shadows every Saturday night She's down on her knees once again And this time she swears that it's gonna be the last time That she gives it up, she gives it up for nothing That's Cracker Sue, the fourth song off the CD EP entitled Cuniculus Femina. And uh, my thanks to Stephen for his time and uh, for sharing all that is Real Live Owls. And so ends episode 24 of Near Perfect Pitch. I didn't get to, as I suspected, uh, another uh, track off the, the latest dodgy record. And for some reason... Maybe it's just uh, subliminal. Maybe I just don't want to play it. Um, I didn't end up playing the uh, the new release by the April 7, which I have uh, bumped to next show, which I hope will not get bumped to episode 26. Nearperfectpitch.com. Thanks for listening. Ta-ra!